Welcome to the Confessions of a Working Mom podcast, where we bring you real-life working mom stories, tips, tricks, and advice for thriving and surviving in motherhood, because you shouldn't have to experience working motherhood alone. Join our community of support as we discuss all of the things and how we get by in this sometimes crazy and imperfect journey of working motherhood. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Confessions of a Working Mom podcast. I'm excited today to be talking to Ambar from Mama Bird Wellness, Yoga and Holistic Living Solutions for Families. She's a self-care coach and a stress relief specialist, and she uses holistic methods of stress relief and positive mindset tools to take care of herself and her family. I absolutely love what she's doing with her resources for families, and I've used yoga myself as a way to cope with stress and anxiety. So I'm very excited to be chatting with her today about these topics near and dear to my heart. So we've all experienced at some point in our motherhood journeys, and especially in the past four to five months during the COVID-19 pandemic, when stress creeps up and can consume us if we let it. I know I've had moments where I let stress and anxiety take over when I do not practice my self-care and daily routines to get my mind right. So let's dive into the show and get some tangible tips and takeaways for dealing with stress and practicing methods that will help calm our minds and help us reset for all the tough times we're dealing with this year and beyond. Hi, Ambar. Welcome to the show. Could you start out by introducing yourself and your family and describing the platform that you've built to help moms? Sure. Thanks, Kelly. What a great intro. (laughs) You really did your research. I appreciate that. (laughs) Yeah, so I've been working kind of for myself for the past four-ish years, and it kind of started from my own journey into motherhood. I have a a daughter that just turned five, so it sounds like we have two little ones close in age. Yes, my daughter will be five in October. Oh, yeah, right there. Yeah, she just turned five in June. So just about the time that she was born, I started realizing that my whole world had just so drastically changed. And before I became a mom, I had like all these ideas about like what self care looked like. And I had gotten really good at just taking care of myself. And and just living like this stress-free life. And then when this little baby came into my life, I was like, oh my God, like, what do I do now? Because all like the practices that I had built up just completely went out the window. Mm -hmm. So I started realizing like, I'm probably not the only mom that feels this way. And I kind of had to rebuild like new ways to take care of myself and manage stress and now manage all the new stressors of being a mom. So I just found like all these simple doable ways that I could start incorporating self-care into my daily life. And a big part of that was yoga and mindfulness. I've been practicing yoga for like 20 years. So Mm -hmm. the big part, it was a big part of my life, but it took me a little while to figure out, okay, how do I do this with my kid? Mm So I, around the same time that my daughter was born, I was finishing up a life coaching certification program. And I was also a children's yoga teacher and I started kind of developing my own way. Yeah. What I started doing is I started practicing yoga with my baby because yoga had always been like the thing that I went back to to kind of just make me feel good. And I really was needing that during that time. 
but at the same time, I had no one to watch my child. So I'm like, all right, we're just going to do yoga together. Right? <laughs> and yoga with a baby looks very different than yoga on your own, but yep. we start it for sure. That, and, yeah. <laughs> right. And then it just started to become like this part of our daily routine. And that was like my tipping off point that like I could still do all of the things that I love to do. I just need to find like a new way to spin it. Mm -hmm. And it's actually kind of cool because I feel like that by taking care of myself and like adding in all these practices that have always helped me, I'm teaching my daughter how to do those things for herself. So since she was a baby, she's kind of been on this ride with me of like doing yoga when she was a baby, then a toddler, now a little kid who has a little mm -hmm. bit of a longer attention span. So not to <laughs> tell you my whole life story, but um, no, that's yeah, good. So yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually, so yeah, I actually taught, started teaching my daughter to do yoga when she was about two as well. So she oh, awesome. like knows all the poses. She has her own yoga mat. She does like the YouTube kids, cosmic kids yoga. She loves yes. that one. So yeah. I, yeah, I think that's wonderful. I think it's a really great kind of way to teach them, you know, there's a positive way to deal with emotions. Like if you're feeling anxious, if you're feeling upset, like, meditation and yoga is a great way to kind of deal with that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty awesome. And I think just from them learning it at such a young age, like, I've taught my daughter like different like breathing exercises and things like that. And a few times like when she starts like getting tantrumy or just like freaking out about something she like very little she would come up to me and be like, Mommy, I want to do the helicopter breath. And it was just like, so neat to be able yeah. to be like, wow, like she's so in tune with her body that she realizes that doing this helps her and she needs it right now. Like what a yeah. gift. Yeah, that's amazing. I love that so much. So what definition would you give to self-care? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I think self-care looks different for each one of us, right? We all have like different ideas of what are those things that nurture us and nourish our well-being. Mm -hmm. But I would say that it's whatever you need to do to prioritize yourself and to make yourself feel good. Yeah, definitely. And I think that it could be different for everybody. Like you said, I know a lot of people that are kind of hesitant about starting yoga or meditation. They're like, well, I'm not flexible. I, you know, I don't know how to do this. I'm like, well, it's not really about being flexible. It's more of a mind thing. Like that's what I've totally. discovered. And especially since becoming a mom myself. And then with this whole year with the pandemic, like having that tool as a mind reset has been just like amazing. It has been, you know, like I was mentioning earlier before we started recording it, on days that I skip it or that I don't do it, I just feel so off. So I think it's yeah. something that even if people are not thinking they're not flexible or they're not athletic or something like that, it's still something they can use as a tool and try out for stress and anxiety relief. Yeah, definitely. Like I always say, it's not about getting into the fancy yoga poses. It's really just about getting in your body, mm -hmm. right? So it's just like that way to reconnect that with yourself. That's so needed as moms, I think. Definitely. Yeah, I would agree with that 100%. Yeah, and I so. agree with you that like when... I think it's all about like building up like a daily or at least regular self-care practice. So it's not like you could just do these things once in a while, right? It's like, what could you like, what little things can you do regularly? Because that's what's going to make you feel good over time. And those are the things that when you stop doing them, you notice mm -hmm. like, oh, I really need that. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a compounding effect over time. So if you continue to do it, you feel the effects. But then if you stop, 
after a certain amount of time, you feel those effects from stopping. Yeah. The same thing like with stress in itself. It's just like it builds, it builds, it builds, it builds over time. So yes, definitely. I yeah can relate to that so much. (laughs) So how does mindfulness, so you talk a lot about mindfulness. I was kind of taking a look at your website and your blogs, which are wonderful. Like I really enjoy your content. I think it's so great. So what would you say that mindfulness, how does that play a role in self-care and stress management? Yeah. So, okay. So mindfulness sounds like this fancy word, but all it really means is paying attention. Mm-hmm. So it's, it just means paying attention to what's right in front of you, right? Like not getting lost in your head, not getting anxious about what you have to do, all the million things on your to-do list. It's mm-hmm. more about just paying attention to what's going on right here and now. And I think that that's like the number one thing that we could do to decrease stress and to really take care of ourselves and live happy lives is to try to be present as much as possible. Right. So what I do is like, I try to teach moms different mindfulness exercises that are so simple, like just easy things that you could do when you catch yourself, like starting to spin out of control to just like bring you back into the moment so that you can even, you know, like there's a lot of challenging moments, especially as working moms, Mm -hmm. but what you don't want to get so lost in the stress of it all. You want to be able to come back and when you're in the moment, then you can kind of take charge of whatever's going on and go from there. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And what would you say, like, what would be your top tips for moms to practice mindfulness? Do you have a few, like, go-to methods that you use, you know, in your life that would be good advice for other moms? Yes. So I do a lot of breathing exercises. Just, I think our breath is the one thing that we always have with us, right? So if we start using our breath proactively, it could really help us in those moments where we are feeling super stressed out or our kids are freaking out or whatever it may Mm -hmm. be. So like one simple breathing exercise that you could do is it's called the one minute breath. So all you do is you breathe in for a count of five, then hold your breath for five seconds and then exhale slowly for five seconds. And you repeat that four times and that's one minute. And in one minute, like you'll feel like the stress start to leave your body. Do you want to do it with me for one? (laughs) Sure. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. (laughs) Okay. So everybody listening could take a moment too, and you don't need to close your eyes or anything. So all you're going to do is, so take a moment to just sit in your seat and be where you are and start to notice your breath. Notice how your natural breath is going in and out of your body. And then we're going to start to breathe in for a count of five. Hold your breath for five and then release for five. So breathing in, two, three, four, five. Hold, two, three, four, five. And exhale, two, three, four, five. Breathing in, two, three, four, five. Hold, two, three, four, five. And out, two, three, four. open your eyes and that was just 30 seconds doesn't it feel my mind feels my mind feels calmer already yeah (laughs) yeah and that's you know like that's just like the power of our breath and you could do that anywhere you could do it if you're stuck in traffic if you're in line you could do it wearing a mask during this crazy time that we're living in so yeah so I would say the breath is definitely a top tip 
Nice. Yeah. And I think you can also, that's another thing you could probably teach kids too, kind of for regulation. If they're feeling anxious or upset, I think that breathing work would be good for them too. Yeah, for sure. Does your daughter watch Daniel Tiger or? Yeah, she she watches. Yeah, she watches that. She watches a couple different shows, but. mm -hmm. Yeah. So Daniel Tiger has this song that it says, when you feel so mad that you want to roar, take a deep breath and count to four. And that's like such a good, easy way to start teaching your kids about using their breath. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, this is great. I think that this is just so needed. And maybe before the pandemic, people were just rushing through life and kind of not slowing down to consider these things, but we're at home a lot more. So now we're thinking about it and like, you know, what are methods that we can use to kind of do these positive things when we're we're having anxious feelings or when we're feeling stressed out? So I think in a way, like, yes, we don't want to be in a pandemic. It's not somewhere we ever imagined ourselves being, but maybe being a positive out of it is that people are actually slowing down and listening to their bodies. Yeah, definitely. I think this has been the big slowdown, right? Like whether you wanted to or not, we're all being forced to slow down. So it's like, how can you take advantage of this time? Yeah, definitely. So as mothers, we tend to compartmentalize like different pieces of our lives to better deal with stresses. And I had heard a comment recently, I was talking to somebody and they were saying that pandemic has kind of not allowed this to happen just because everything is kind of all blended together. You know, our home life is our work life is our home life and we don't have like Mm -hmm. clear boundaries on it. So what advice would you give to moms who struggle with finding the time to step away and take that time for themselves? That's a big challenge for all of us, I think. I think before when we were, you know, like go, 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 like in regular Mm -hmm. life before the pandemic, it was a challenge. And I think now it's a new challenge just because we're all together all the time. So it's like, when do I get a minute bell? Yeah. So I think the best thing you could do is just start small. Like don't start thinking that you're going to start incorporating like hours of self-care into your routine because that's just really not realistic. I mean, maybe for some people it is, but like for me, it's not. No. So what I do with my clients is I try to encourage them to take a little bit of time in the morning and a little bit of time at night so that at least like their day is anchored with a little bit of time to them and like at least you had a moment to breathe. And again, like that could look totally different for everybody. I suggest like if you have no morning practice at all, I would start small, like do 10 minutes, right? Like you could do 10 minutes in the morning, whether it's to do 10 minutes of yoga or like go for a quick walk around the block or even just waking up before everybody else in your house and drinking your coffee in peace for 10 minutes. Like Mm -hmm. 10 minutes will go a long way to making you feel like it's so different when you wake up to yourself than when you wake up to like the kids screaming or your husband having to get on with his day and yelling at, you know, like just all the craziness (laughs) of the morning rush, but starting the day, I think definitely starting the day like that. And then at night after your kids are in bed, you spend a little time with your partner if you have one, but then also like, what could you do for yourself? Mm-hmm. before bed whether it's you know like using a nice moisturizer or putting lotion on your hands or reading a book like anything like that to just start winding down 
Yeah, I love that advice. And I, yeah, I, I'm 100% a follower of that. And when I first had my daughter, I didn't do it. And I just felt constantly stressed. But then after a while, I'm like, I have to start doing something because this is just not working for me. So I started doing like either the yoga or the meditation in the morning or the drinking coffee by myself. So I kind of switch it up. I don't do the same thing all the time, but I always do make sure to do something for at least five yes. to 10 minutes. And it makes such a difference in the day. Like it just sets it up for more positivity. And it just even if something like stresses me out at work, I feel like I can deal with it in a better way when I take that time in the morning. Totally. I love that you've incorporated your own routine too. And I agree with you. Like mine is always evolving and always changing. And it, like I said, like, it doesn't matter what you do as long as you do something. Yes, for sure. Yeah. For a long time, I would kind of beat myself up if I didn't get like all of the goals. So I'm like, I need to do this workout. I need to do this yoga and this meditation and this and this. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that's way too much to try to do. So why don't I just yeah. like, I'm successful if I pick one and then that's how I'll set up my week. Totally. Like if I pick one and do that. Yeah. I'll consider myself successful. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, we really have to redefine our definition of success, mm -hmm. especially because it's not like that's all you're doing, right? You're also a working mom, you're recording a podcast, you're raising your family, and we have yeah. all these hats that we're wearing. And it's just like, how could we fit a little time for ourselves in amidst all these responsibilities that we have? Um, right? Yes, exactly. And another like quick tip, like I think I think sometimes we have this idea that like our, especially like our morning routine has to be like this super peaceful. Like if you don't wake up before your kids, like that's it, like it's ruined now, but you just have to be able to like go with it. Right. So if your child wakes up early or if your routine just doesn't allow for waking up before everybody else, like that's fine. Just find a way to, can you go outside mm -hmm. and drink your coffee? Can you set your kids up, you know, with their breakfast and then go do a little bit of yoga while they're eating? Like just yeah. find a way to make it work and you'll be so glad that. Yes. I love that you said that because I think a lot of times, um, as moms, we have like this idea, I need to be perfect at everything, but if something upsets your routine, it's more of like being adaptable that's going to help you. So I've yeah. totally done that too. Like sometimes my daughter wakes up at 6 a.m. Sometimes she wakes up at 9. I just mm -hmm. kind of let her sleep naturally to whatever she needs because she's yeah. still so young and I'm home with her anyway. So, but now I, I kind of adopted that just if she wakes up early, then I'll get at some point in the day, I need to squeeze in those few minutes for myself. So definitely yeah. love that good. you mentioned that. That's great. Yeah, good for you. So in talking about mental health, why do you think mental health is so important for us to take care of as mothers in particular? And mm -hmm. what advice would you give to moms who are kind of struggling with their mental health or with stress or anxiety? Mm -hmm. What tips would you give to them to kind of give them advice and how to start dealing with it in a positive way? Yeah. So, I mean, I talk a lot about mental health just because I've had my own like lifelong struggle with depression and anxiety. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've had highs and lows through the years with it. Thankfully, I have learned how to really manage it 
pretty well for the most part, but you know, I still have my struggles as well. But it's just, especially as being a mom, it just makes you really realize that it's not just about you anymore, right? Because there's, you have a family, you have people that are counting on you. And if you're not taking care of yourself, if you're not feeling well mentally, like you can't help anybody, right? So we have to be able to really be proactive about our mental health, about our well-being, about getting like these symptoms of whatever it is that we're feeling under control and manageable so that then we can take care of our kids and take care of our families and just like be happy being Mm -hmm. a mom. Definitely. Yeah. I actually, it's funny because everything you said, I wrote an article recently for a guest blog and I talked about taking care of ourselves first. Mm -hmm. So we're better able to take care of our families. So I'm a hundred percent in agreement with that. If we don't take care of ourselves first, then we're not going to be able to take care of our families in the way that we want to and be there and be present for them. I totally agree. Very important for us to do. Yeah, I mean, 100%. Like, if we feel good, then we can do good, right? Mm -hmm. But if we're not feeling good, then we're just no good to anybody. So it kind of goes both ways. Yep, for sure. So what advice would you give to moms who are trying to manage, like, everything at home, working at home, caring for kids, trying to keep up with housework, paying bills, ordering groceries, like all of the things, what advice would you give to them? It's so, so much that we're all doing right now. Mm -hmm. And first I would say to just take a moment to acknowledge all that you're doing, right? And notice that even if it's a lot like you are doing it because we're all doing it and just like be proud of yourself for a minute because you are getting done. Mm -hmm. And like, I know it it can definitely feel very overwhelming at times. And I'm not really like a very structured person, but I think in order to do everything that we need to do, there does need to be some kind of like rhythm and planning to it, especially with kids. And especially if you're home with your whole family, like I am right now, I think it's good to have rhythm so that we all know like what's expected of us. Like right now, my husband and I are both working from home. So we do like every the night before kind of just debrief, like what the next day is going to look like so Mm -hmm. that we each have time to ourselves. We know who's in charge of watching our daughter June at what time. And I think that's very important is getting on the same page as your partner and getting help, right? Like Mm -hmm. also not trying to do it all by yourself, like figure out what are the things that only you can do and then maybe prioritizing those and then start to look at like, where can I get help? What could I let go of? What don't I need to do or at least not do all by myself? Mm -hmm. So I think just having like that conversation or at least like thinking about it the night before, what's the next day going to look like? That's really helpful. And then kind of like having a rhythm to your days, like for example, like doing the groceries every Friday or, you know, going, just having like an idea, like Monday mornings, I like mornings are my work time. Mm-hmm. Then afternoons are my family time or like, however it is that you could split it up, but just so that you know what's expected of you and everyone in your family kind of works with that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I think a lot of moms during this pandemic are kind of struggling with, because the routine is kind of not there anymore. So I think what you said, building out your own routine and just having those kind of guidelines throughout the week, maybe not like a strict, oh, if I don't do this today, it's going to be the end of the world, but just some type of guidelines. I think that's great. And I know kids kind of like routine too. So I think that's great advice. 
Yep, definitely. So I just had one more question and then I was going to go to kind of a lightning round to learn a little bit more about you. What is one thing? So I know we talked earlier about waking up early to do something for yourself or at the end of the day, what would you consider is your thing that you have to do that's non-negotiable so you can start or end your day on a positive note? Mm -hmm. So I would say definitely my morning routine. If like I just need that little bit of time by myself in the morning mm-hmm. and I'm a different person and I just feel so much less stressed. My reaction time is like longer. I don't freak out as much when something <laughs> triggers me. So that little bit of time in the morning and for me, it usually does involve some kind of like movement. Like if I go for a walk or I do a little yoga or I do some kind of workout. Yeah, I love that. So what would you consider? So Say you have a day and maybe something's not going as you planned and you get kind of stressed out. What would be like a mom hack that you would use to kind of turn the day around and make it more positive? Yeah. So my number one mom hack is always to get outside. Okay. I think that just a change of scenery for everybody just makes such a big difference in those moments where maybe you're child is freaking out or maybe you're freaking out right so it's either like you're in the moment and everyone's fighting let's say like Mm -hmm. put on your shoes let's all go for a walk and I promise you that by the time you get back home after a walk around the block everyone will be calm and feeling so much different right or say it's not everybody say it's just you that you're just not feeling your best just Mm -hmm. go outside take a few deep breaths, look up at the sky, take a moment in nature, and you'll come back inside. And again, you'll just feel totally different. Something about nature and the change of scenery is my total number one tip in those moments. I love that so much. Yeah, I think I'm going to try that next time. Yeah, I think that's great. (laughs) You'll have to let me know. Yeah, I will for sure. Yeah. So and then it always changes the mood. Yeah, I can definitely, now that I think back about it, like taking a break during the workday and going outside with my daughter, like that changes the mood, just getting out for a little walk sometimes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's Yeah, and then you have that little bit of extra time. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So who would you consider inspires you? So do you have any favorite podcasters, other bloggers? people working online, authors or experts that have given you inspiration? Oh boy, there's so many. I know. <laughs> I'm like a total like self-help kind of junkie. So, so I'm just, I, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> surrounded by that. Let me think. So do you listen to Ali Kazaza? No, I don't actually. She has a podcast called The Purpose Show. Okay. So she's like all about like simplifying and minimalism. And I find her very inspiring and motivating and just kind of just like simplifying. I think also that has helped me a lot too. Just like with the idea of you don't need all that much stuff and like less is more. So that's definitely been helpful for me. And also on the topic of self-care, like I said, I am like a total like self-help junkie so I'm yeah. always reading like nonfiction books and listening to podcasts on like what could I do to make myself better but yeah. sometimes I just need you know like something that's not going to teach me something and my guilty pleasure is like the Real Housewives on Bravo okay <laughs> and I discovered this podcast called Two Judgy Girls and they just talk about all the Bravo 
shows and it's so like mindless but <laughs> sometimes when you need just something light like I love to just go for a walk and listen to this podcast it, it just makes me laugh and I feel better <laughs> yeah definitely I definitely agree sometimes you need something mindless just to kind of unwind from everything but yeah I, yeah I'm totally on the same page with you I am a big self-help junkie too I read all of the books and listen to all of the podcasts and sometimes so my break typically is reading a fiction book in between so I'll do like a self-book and then I'll do a fiction book just to kind of get out of that genre for a little bit and get more into like an interesting like plot line and good fiction yeah so love that I'm always reading a nonfiction book but then I read fiction at night before bed every night like that's my night routine Mm -hmm. so that's how I unwind is same like just like getting lost in a story that's not trying to teach me anything that I don't need to change anything like I'm just getting lost in this other world and it's just such a good way to de-stress and unwind yeah for sure so what are you currently working on within your business that you're excited about or something you want to share with the listeners? Yeah. Okay. So I'm working on a couple things, but one that I'm getting excited for is challenge. And it's like a five day challenge where I teach moms to do yoga with their young children from babies to six years old ish. So I'm looking forward to launching that again and it's totally free it's just a free fun challenge for moms and I think if we were talking about we are all home a lot more with our kids so just to teach moms like a few different little exercises that they could start doing to start teaching their children and to also Mm -hmm. take their own self-care time every day so I'm looking forward to getting that challenge going again hopefully in the next month or two. And then I am, you know, I'm also always working on my stress relief coaching and self-care coaching. So I wanted to tell you or any of your listeners, I have this free guide. It's called 50 Ways to Feel Good Fast. And it's just kind of like what we've been talking about, just simple ideas that you could do like in the moment or just start making part of your daily routine to feel better. So that's just something I wanted to offer to you or to anybody that feels like they need some more ideas about how to start incorporating self-care in their life. Awesome. Yeah. I actually, before we started recording, I signed up for that. (laughs) Oh, you check it out. Yeah. That's so exciting. Yeah. Oh, good. I'm going to be checking that out this weekend for sure. I will be checking that out. Yeah. And it's like, it's not, not like mind-blowing ideas, but sometimes we just need that reminder that like self-care doesn't need to mean a day at the spa, right? Mm-hmm. Like something as simple as taking a few deep breaths or going for a walk or calling a friend, like those things all count. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And not to beat ourselves up about finding the perfect spa day or something like that, which we probably can't even do that right yeah. now anyways with the pandemic going yeah. on. But, <laughs> but I yes. love that. I love that. So where's the best place to find you online? Where do you hang out the most often, like on social media? And where can people kind of find you and find out more about you? So Instagram is my favorite. I would love to connect with, that's how we found each other, right? So I'd love to connect on Instagram. My Instagram is, I don't know if you'll have links, but it's at mamabirdwellnest with a T-N-E-S-T. And that's my website as well as mamabirdwellnest.com. Perfect. Yeah, I'll definitely, I'll put all of the links in the show notes so everybody can go and check out your website and your Instagram and then a link to your free challenge as well. I can put in the show notes so people can just go right in and click and sign up if they want to. 
Oh, yeah. Awesome. And uh, you and your little one should join in as well, since you're already a yogi. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I will definitely do that. I, I'm excited for that. So thank you so much awesome. for being on the show today. I think it's a really great topic that will help a lot of moms and trying to figure things out and deal with stress and anxiety. So thank you so much for being a guest. Thank you so much, Kelly. This was so much fun. And it sounds like we have a lot in common. So I'm excited to keep in touch with you. So yes, for, for sure. Me. For sure. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening in today to Confessions of a Working Mom podcast. Be sure to check out the show notes of this episode for all the links to what we've talked about today. Also, head on over to theworkingmomcollective.com to sign up for my free five-day challenge for creating a working mom non-negotiable routine. We've all been there stressed out, burnt out, and overwhelmed as working moms handling all of the things. My free challenge will walk you through step-by-step my exact method for creating a working mom routine that takes you from burnout to actually waking up and feeling great about your day. And finally, please subscribe to this podcast and rate and review if you have a few minutes. Tell your working mom friends and anyone else that might be interested in this content. I'd love as many moms as possible to gain value from the podcast. If you'd like to nominate someone or yourself to be a guest, please contact me at kelly at theworkingmomcollective.com. I am so happy you chose to listen in today. And I cannot wait to dive into next week's topic with you.